Hey everyone, Grand K for the Flame Learning Channel. In part 3 of Active Color Management in Flame 2017 Extension 1, we learned how the viewports auto adjust to the color space tagged on various clips. This ensures that you are always able to see the appropriate colors, even if you are working with multiple color spaces and mats. Now, this viewport behavior is driven by the viewing rules, which dictate what viewing transforms to use based on a specific color space. So, in part 4, we'll go straight into the viewing rules, discuss how they work, as well as look at the workflow of setting up viewing rules for specific media. Now, I'm still using the project with the legacy color policy from the previous video. This color policy is a great starting point for getting your head around the viewing rules, because it starts off with the generic color transform basics, such as video, log, and linear, and it's easy to build from that. So, in batch, I have a video clip in Rec 709 color space, which is seen through video color space in the viewer. There is also another clip which is tagged as Arilog C, and currently this is seen through the standard log viewing transform in the viewer. Finally, the last clip is a Scene Linear EXR, which has been tagged as Scene Linear Rec 709 sRGB. I have chosen this to be viewed through a Linear Photomap LC viewing transform in the viewer. All of the viewport's active behavior is driven through the viewing rules. So let's leave Batch for a moment and go to the Flame Preferences. You can use the on screen menus at the bottom of the interface or press Ctrl Alt F6. Now switch to the Color Management tab. Now we've already discussed the majority of these settings in the previous videos. Just click the Viewing Rules tab. So these rules allow the viewports to auto adjust to the tagged media. These are what will appear in the viewports when you look at your media. If you don't want specific viewing rules to be applied, you can mute them by disabling the tick next to the rule name. Now we'll get to the detail in a minute, but I wanted to point out that the order priority of these rules is immensely important. It operates from top to bottom, and the highest priority rule for a specific color space is the one used by default as a starting point for various tools throughout the application. For example, the topmost linear viewing rule in the list will be the rule applied to display all incoming scene linear materials. The viewing rules that follow may be offered as alternatives that you could potentially choose from within the viewports that offer that level of control. However, the simpler viewports such as thumbnails just use the top rule for that color space. So rephrasing this differently, the topmost linear rule states that any material tagged as scene linear will be viewed through a linear viewing transform and can be displayed on any standard dynamic range display. This will be the first rule offered to the viewport. But as an alternative choice, the Linear Photomap LC viewing rule can also be applied to any scene linear material, and that will be viewed through the Linear Photomap LC viewing transform, and can also be displayed on any standard dynamic range device. So you can have as many viewing rules for a given color space, and the order of priority 
is from top to bottom. Now all these rules can be edited, and every setting can be customized by clicking on the arrows and making choices through the pull-down menus. We're going to create a new viewing rule, which will help explain the structure of the viewing rule in great detail. You can duplicate an existing rule and modify it, but in our case, click Create Rule. A new rule appears at the top of the list, and it is at its most basic settings. In short, this rule states, any clips with any colour spaces will be viewed as RAW, which means no viewing transforms applied and this image can be shown on any display. So anything using this rule will not be colour managed. I also want to point out that this is the last rule at the bottom of the list, which is named as the default rule. So if none of the above viewing rules can colour manage the viewports, then the last thing to do is display the image as raw and unmanaged. Coming back to our new rule, we'd like to set it up to apply the correct viewing transform to any ArriLogC media imported into Flame. So firstly, you set the viewing transform. The viewing rule needs to know what viewing transform to apply to the viewport in order to correctly display the tagged material. By default, the view transform is set to RAW. This does not apply to any viewing transform. Leave it as is. When you click this pull-down menu, you are presented with a whole range of viewing transforms to correctly display your media. So go to Cameras, ARRI and choose Alexa Rendering. When you do this, the remaining fields in the rule autofill with information relative to this specific viewing transform. You can still edit these fields including renaming the rule. Double click on the name to edit the text. Change it to something more appropriate to your needs. Now you can also define what colour spaces will be allowed by this rule. Clicking the pull-down menu, you could set it to any. This is quite a broad choice and two things occur. Firstly, any clip with any tagged colour space will be subjected to this rule. And secondly, an auto conversion is applied to get from the tagged colour space to the colour space expected by the view transform. So to narrow this choice to a specific type of colour space, we carry on down the contextual menu. For example, only consider any log specific colour spaces and ignore the rest. But in our case, we want this rule to be absolutely specific to a particular colour space. So go to the Cameras menus and choose ARRI and select the LogSy colour space. So this rule will now exclusively work with any media tagged with an ARRI LogSy colour space. So all clips tagged with the ARRI LogSy colour space will be automatically viewed through the Alexa Rendering View Transform. As a side note, I want to point out that if you've been supplied with a custom viewing transform, it is possible to create a new one through the pull-down menu and you can configure it according to the required specifications. I'll cancel this as we've already set the viewing rule up for ARRI-LOG-C. Now the final part of setting up a viewing rule is to set the allowed display. This means that you can offer views only for certain monitors. For example, 
you could have a 3D LUT that is for a specific viewing device, SDR or HDR etc. In this pull down menu, you start with the broadest options, going all the way down to the very specific viewing devices. So any means that the auto conversion is applied from the colour space produced by the view transform to the actual monitor specified in the preferences. For example, my VT produces Rec 709, but I am using a wide gamut monitor. The SDR VT should look correct, even on an HD monitor, which will reproduce the image at the standard SDR level of 100 nits. Coming back to the pull down menu, you can make your way down the list and narrow the choices from a particular set of viewing devices down to a specific one. And just like the view transform, you can also add your own custom display colour space if you have been provided with the relevant files such as an ICC display profile. So that's our ARRI LogC viewing rule completed. Close the preferences and select the LogC clip in batch. When you look at the viewport, you can switch to the ARRI LogC viewing rule and the media will be displayed with the correct colours. This viewing rule will now apply to all clips in the project tagged as ARRI LogC. Finally, I'd like to finish off with some useful diagnostic tools in the viewer. In a previous video, I mentioned you could manually adjust the exposure, contrast and gamma on top of the viewing transform. You can toggle this on and off with CTRL SHIFT tilde. But you can also set this up as a set of presets through the Colour Management Preferences. Go back to the Colour Management Preferences and choose the Diagnostics tab. Here you have a set of 10 presets you can customise to apply exposure, contrast and gamma to your image to temporarily see any extra detail in the darker or brighter parts of your image. These are mapped to CTRL SHIFT using 0 through 9 on your keyboard. So the viewing rules, just like the import rules, are totally XML based. Everything can be customised, either through the Colour Management Preferences or an external XML editor. So whether you're a small facility or a large facility dealing with colour management, the Flame products should be able to sit in any colour pipeline. Remember to check out the Rules Example Colour Policy to see more examples of input rules and viewing rules as you get used to them. For more information on these features or any other colour management functionality, please read the Colour Management documentation for Flame. In Part 5 of Active Colour Management in Flame 2017 Extension 1, we switch from Features to Workflows and look at how to manage a simple scene linear workflow from beginning to end. This type of colour management is quite common for a lot of other compositing applications and you can emulate this in the Flame products. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos.